You're listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast featuring interviews with your favorite new and classic pig artists. Here's Jamie Coffis with a recent interview from Neighborhood Night. Listening to K-Pig Radio and kpig.com. That's KPIG 107.5 Freedom, KPYG 94.9 Cayuca San Luis Obispo, and kpig.com streaming commercial free. It's Neighborhood Night. And that's brought to you by New Leaf Community Markets, rooted in the greater good since 1985. And uh, happy to uh, welcome onto the program uh, from his porch in Texas, Mr. Slade Cleves. How are you? Great, great. Good evening. Good evening to you. Um, how uh, How is it out there? How is Texas these days? How's everything? It's nice. We we got uh, some rain, like I understand you did mm-hmm. as well. So we're... The, the oak trees uh, leafed out beautifully over the last week or so. Uh, kicked off the pollen and the old leaves, mm. and uh, live oaks are looking really good right now. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, well, you you picked a good time to uh, come out here. The weather is turning back into California weather here that we're, we've been we've come accustomed to over the past few years. Uh, it's a little got, foggy, we, I understand. Oh man, we got it's a little foggy, and we got a we had a pretty wild winter, but it's looks like it's it's turning. Turning a little, you know, we're getting some blue skies again. You're coming out here for a nice little uh, two-week run starting this weekend. Uh, you got a new album out that came out about uh, just over a month ago that we're, we're really enjoying spinning over here. It's called Together Through the Dark. Um, so new music and a West Coast tour. Um, awesome stuff. Exciting things happening in, in Cleves land. Yeah, you know, I only put out a record about every four or five years. Well, three or four normally, but mm-hmm. with COVID, it's been yeah. five years since my last one, so it does feel good to have some new music to share and get out there and see people again. Have you been able to, to kind of uh, get out a little bit here and there in the last last few years, you know, amongst all the kind of weirdness going on? Yeah, it was a good, uh, I think it was 22 months of no shows mm. for us, 20, 20 or 22 and that was rough, obviously, you know, um, not knowing when we're going to get back at it. The not knowing, I think, is the hardest part. Yeah. Not knowing how long it would last. Um, and then we did a very tentative first tour uh, in the fall of 21. And then last year, we kind of pretended like it was back to normal, but we got COVID on the road. On oh, the way. Yeah. Uh, in the, the Northeast trip last summer, Karen and I. Got it at a show to, yep. to the three days before the end of the tour, so we had to cancel a few days, and that was humbling and, and no fun at all. Um, so we got our fingers crossed, and we'll try to be careful out there, and hopefully we'll make it through all ten days. Yeah, well, like I said, the, the you know we're we're getting some some good weather. The uh, mm-hmm. uh, coming to Felton on April twenty first. I want to make sure people know about that. Uh, Felton Music Hall Friday. Um, I do want to talk about. The route, the routing here, because I mean, I hope you got your your sea legs. Uh, you're going to be doing some driving. I got I got a little bit of bad news for you. <laughs> you're going to be covering some ground, uh, Santa Monica and and uh, Newport this weekend, and then you are hit, uh, hightailing it up to Seattle uh, and Portland, and then back down to the Bay Area, and it, you're, you're moving. Um, it should be fun, but that's gonna you know. Are are you ready for it? Uh huh. I don't know, to be honest. As I get older, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and and uh, can't drive those long drives like I used to. But we are we are flying on a couple of those. Oh, that's good. Legs. We're not driving all the way up to Seattle, and okay. we have a day good, good. a day off between LA and Seattle. So 
Yeah. Uh, but we do have a couple where we, we're driving three or four hours to the shows every day, mm-hmm. and, and that takes a toll because, you know, you know, you, you, you can't catch up. You, you fall behind on things like laundry and, yeah. and uh, correspondence and stuff like that. I mean, that's West, just, yeah, West Coast right? touring, man. It's, 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 uh, it's grueling. It's grinding. Um, but we are, uh, we're, we're stoked that you're coming to, to our town, to Felton. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of pig people will be at that. Uh, uh, it's cool to, to get to talk to, to you. And, uh, over the years, I've gotten to talk to a few other people that I, I, I kind of consider, um, you as one of the kind of foundational artists here, like for sure. Like if, if, if you've been listening to K-Pig for, you know, 20, 30 years, like a lot of us have, uh, you, Slade Cleaves is a big, big part of uh, the fabric of this station. So it's cool to see you coming out here, and um, I hope you uh, get to appreciate that. Well, thanks. It's really great to hear that, and, and K-Pig has, has been uh, definitely a part of... It was, it was what brought me to the West Coast for the first time, I think, when Broke mm. Down started getting played on K-Pig. That was the first time I ever set foot in California was to go out and visit y'all and play it. Was it called the Swan Soiree? I think. Oh, nice. I yeah, yeah. With Robert Earl King. Yeah, I'm looking at a few uh, of those posters. Actually, we got them hanging up, and uh, yeah. It, yep, did, did a lot of did a, show, did a lot of shows in the station with Sleepy John and mm-hmm. the other characters there over the years. So it's definitely been a part of my West Coast tour for 20, 23 years now. So uh, I'm sure sure glad you guys are still going strong. Right on, man. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us for sure. Um, and you got new music you're taking out with you. Um, are these songs, uh, the, the, the record is called Together Through the Dark. I'm talking to Slade Cleaves here. And um, are, are, have you been able to kind of road test any of these tunes? Or, or are some of them kind of going to be hitting the stage for the first time? And what, what, do you, what do you expect in that regard? A couple of them we started playing even before we made the record mm. just to sort of road test them. Yeah. And so they've changed a little bit from when I... I think I played a couple of them in California right on. last year, and a couple I just started playing last fall, and a couple, a couple I still haven't learned yet, haven't memorized <laughs> yet. So we won't be doing the whole album because people will be coming out to hear their old favorites too. I suspect mm-hmm. so we got a few of those uh, brushed off, dusted off. Cool. Uh, but so far the response to the new songs has been good. There's a, there's a, a couple of, uh, you know, really intense story songs that sort of lay out adventure adventurous stories and mysteries and so uh those sometimes take more than one listen to dig into but that's that's kind of the way i write i write pretty pretty densely yeah you know that's something i've got written down here that i wanted to ask you about is you know a song like uh i i tend to listen to records uh from a perspective of someone you know that writes some songs and has has made a few and i you know for lack of a better term you know, one way could be like I look for some inspiration. Other ways, I'm looking for things to kind of, kind of nick and steal and use my own way. You know, uh, you know, we're all. <laughs> I think you probably understand that. Through the dark, it kicks off the record in such a cool way. I really, you know, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of moves in there that I could, I could try to steal. Uh, but then a song, a song like maybe Puncher's Chance or a uh, uh, Chili Queen, like you were just saying. Uh, Man, it, that that kind of knocks me out in terms of like, well, I can't do that because, the, I mean, how is this guy saying so many words and still sounds smart the whole time? <laughs> you know, that's a trick I've kind of learned over the years. Is that I wish I could, you know, I apply it to songwriting. I should probably apply it to more areas of my life. Is is say less and you know get out of my own way. 
Um, but okay. you, you know, that's an ambitious, uh, you know, those kind of songs are super ambitious. What does your process look like for, for those songs? Like you said, that those kind of more densely worded tunes. Well, they start with a really strong uh, source material. Normally, mm-hmm. I don't have that much of an in, in, in uh, imagination. So, like the Chili Queen started from uh, a buddy of mine who's a real bigger than life, wild and woolly character that I've known for a long time named Raglan Ron Coy. And mm-hmm. uh, in 2000, just before the pandemic hit, he was he left Wimberley where he was living and. and uh, broke up with his wife and went off on his own down to Terlingua, Texas, where he was going to mm. help a buddy of his open up a combination dance hall laundromat. That was his latest scheme. And within, within weeks of ending up in Terlingua, he started texting me uh, about the, the characters that he was hanging out with down there, one of which was this this gal who had uh, left the big city life in Dallas and became a, a chili queen down there. So. He had a, a few lines that got me started, and I just I, I was really intrigued by the tale. And I, I've lived in Texas a long time, so I, I could name drop a bunch of uh, mm-hmm. places and venues and landmarks in in both Dallas area and in the Terlingua area. So I used a lot of like local local place names and uh, imagery and stuff like that. I worked on that song really hard for a really long time, just hammering away at it and some avenues some you know some paths didn't work out and I'd have to back up and try again and uh, I'm thrilled with the way it came out and, and especially playing it trying it out in Texas you know people get all those inside mm. references and get a big kick out of it we'll see how it, how it translates yeah. out on the west coast yeah well I mean yeah that's it's I, I can tell that it, it was you know a labor and that that it took some time and and you know you gotta you rolled your sleeves up uh I mean, it's 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 uh you know it's a credit to I mean to not everyone has a stomach for that kind of hard work. Um, <laughs> like how do you how do you stay motivated to do when you, do you know when one of those songs is coming on and you're kind of in for it? Like oh boy, here here we go again. Or or can you can you kind of compartmentalize and kind of keep it? Like how do you kind of stay motivated to to put that kind of hard work into a, a tune? That's a great question and and. Uh... Sometimes it is daunting, mm-hmm. like when I start a project like that, because you know there, it, it could be that it doesn't turn out. It could be I work, work and work and work on it, and I just can't make it work, and I throw it in the junkyard pile and use it for parts. Yeah, and it never sees a lot of day in its first form. But uh, I think I, I've been at it so long that I think I can tell when I bite off a project like this that I have pretty good confidence that if I just keep at it, and there's a lot of there's a lot of broken pencils and banging the head on the, yeah. on the wall and frustration and and uh, sense of failure. But I I, I think of it uh, it's, it's almost like sol- solving a puzzle at this time. Once I get right. a song started like that, yeah. it's like finishing a crossword puzzle. And sometimes you get stuck and you just got to put it away for either a day or a week or a month or whatever. And you come back at it with fresh eyes and usually you can spark something and uh, start a new round of success on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that uh, analogy of the, the junk pile and using it for parts. I mean, that's that's great. And it's so it so applies to, I mean, any kind of creative endeavor. You, you know, you're you're, you're kind of s- storing a lot of ideas, and and some of them are going to work here, and then maybe some of them are going to work over there eventually, some other time. That's uh, yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're talking to Slade Cleves. The, the record is Together Through the Dark. 
uh, just came out about a month ago. Um, and uh, like you said, it's been it's been a couple of years since you'd uh, since you'd put one out. Um, can you talk about maybe uh, where and when uh, this kind of all started coming together? And um, was this a this group of songs? Is it kind of a does it uh, do you think of it as like one batch or, or is it kind of are they kind of spread out? A little bit over time, or had they kind of they kind of trickled in over the five years between the previous album and this one. I had maybe one or two or three in the works within a couple of years after the last record coming out, um, and then yeah, it was it was a trickle for sure. I think mm-hmm. uh, when when all the shows got canceled in 2020, I thought, well, hopefully I'll be able to use all this extra time to do some writing, and I did. But with that cloud over our heads, it was, you know, really hard to get, hard to feel comfortable in the writing room, not knowing if you'd ever tour again, you know, it was, right. it was, it was daunting. Yeah. But I, I, the, um, actually, this is the way it usually, the cycle usually runs is it'll look impossible for months and months and years and yeah. I'll just have a song or two or three or four. But as the years click around, all of a sudden I'll look up and, hey, I've got, 14 songs that are there or almost there. And that's where I found myself in early, uh, early 2022. And what I did to make me myself finish the songs is I booked studio time for a month out and I had a month cleared, cleared my schedule. And I just, I hung out down in our guest house, uh, so I could have some seclusion and some privacy and some peace and quiet and get away from the chores and distractions and TVs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just hammered away at the songs that didn't work and gave the songs that were seemed done one more once over, just fine to comb kind of final final look at them to make sure every word was right and every melody was right. So one song I I changed the melody I think I think it's the third melody. So I I I rejected two early melodies on the song Arnold Nash, I remember. Okay. Until I finally came up with something I liked. So uh, you know, de- deadlines are helpful if uh, if you're close to the finish line. To, you know, if, if you're if you've, get, if you've done a lot of those grunt work already and you're just you're seventy percent there on the songs, and that's when you need a deadline to wrap them up. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good way to be. I I, I mean that thing you said about you look up sometimes and it just feels impossible. It's never going to happen. I can so relate to that. It's like well, I'm never going to ever have a good idea again. I don't see how yeah. that could be possible. But then that you know, was. Re- yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, earlier in my career, when that, whenever that happened, after after I put a record out and had a blank slate to start with, it was really debilitating and scary. Mm-hmm. And I just got over it because I've been through that cycle so many times. I know that to just relax and just keep an eye open for the ideas, and they will come. Don't get nervous about it. Yep, yep. Easier said than done, though, sometimes. Yeah, yep. it's true. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, produced by Scrappy Judd Newcomb, um, who I don't know much about, but sounds like a bit of a character, perhaps. <laughs> he is. He's a rock and roller. Nice. A lot rock and roll lifer. He he's been in Austin for over thirty years and uh, sort of a beloved uh, sideman guitar player, uh-huh. and uh, has been in lots of different bands. Um, I used to see him play in, in bands that I go out to see when I was new in town and sort of dreamed one day being able to play with Scrappy and about uh, 10 years ago he finally had a hole in his schedule and we started playing shows together and I just as I got to know him uh, I also 
uh, knew that he had re- uh, produced a few albums by friends of mine and people in, in Texas, and they sounded really good. And so uh, I entrusted him with a batch of songs in 2011, I guess, 2012, something like that. That's a hard thing to do because you you know you work for years on a batch of songs, and at my level, you've got one shot to get them right in the studio. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know you blow all your money and you got nothing to <laughs> nothing to show for it. So it was good to have him play on the road with him uh, and in Texas for a few months before we committed to working together in the studio. And uh, he did a fantastic job. And this is the third record that we've made together. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds great. There's a, it's, it's the kind of record that um, I think you kind of alluded to this. It's, you know, it, you can listen to it uh, several times in a row and still start, still keep hearing kind of new things and, and digging into the songs and, and, and getting different perspectives on these tunes. Um, I got a couple queued up. Uh, it's called uh, Together Through the Dark, and the opening track is, is the title track, Through the Dark, which is, which is just a really great way to kick off an album. I... That's kind of my the one I have a star next to is is that one, um, and uh, I also have uh, secondhand um, queued up as well. Uh, but is anything uh, maybe about either of those particular songs that you uh, that stood out to you during the either writing or recording process? Yeah, well, both were written by dear friends and and uh, songwriters that I've known for a long time. Uh, Through the dark was uh, presented to me in this first version by my buddy Rod Picot, mm. who wrote most of the Broke Down song that uh, got all so much attention all those years ago. He's a childhood friend, and, and we still write together. We've written about uh, over 25 songs together over the decades. And uh, Secondhand was sent to me during the pandemic by Adam Carroll, who lives in Wamberley, mm. Texas, like where I live. I've known him for a ton of years, 20 years or so. He's just a fantastic sort of Texas-style singer-songwriter in the vein of Guy Clark or uh, sort of John Prine, sort of local, great great local uh, characters and stories and uh, and uh, clever wordplay. and Fantastic writer. Adam Carroll, if you get a chance to check him out. Cool, cool. Right on. Uh, Slade Cleves, uh, thanks so much for taking the time. The the tour is, is, is uh, happening starting this weekend down in Santa Monica. And uh, we got a big red circle around Friday, April 21st here in Felton at the Felton Music Hall. Uh, we're very appreciative that you came, you're coming to our town. Um, and this album is great. There's a bunch of, there's so much, uh, so much stuff to sink your teeth into. Um, congrats on the release. And uh, we're enjoying spinning it here. And uh, thanks again for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for tracking me down, Jamie. I really appreciate it. And thank you, KT. Thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. Remember to check out the entire archive at kpig.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and we'll send you the newest episodes automatically as soon as they're ready. Thanks again, piggies.